This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Good evening, TC, and welcome all to part 60 of our weekly podcast, The Current View with the Old Villesborough, Mr. Terry Curran. You, sir, how you doing? Fine, doing well. Everything's happening in football. Real Madrid's going to be beat 3-0 three, three tonight, so I think we might we, we might be better off uh, as normal fans with the gate, with the grounds being closed because maybe it is an advantage uh, with these bigger clubs uh, yeah. with having the full houses, so... You know, when you take that into account, you know, is is there is there something to it or is there not? We'll we'll soon find out when fans are allowed back into the grounds. Well, I mean, you're a great person to talk about that because you know you are a, a professional football player that that played in full grounds, none fuller than when you massacred Sheffield United on Boxing Day, what 1979, and you were the ultimate showman that played to the crowd so if anybody or anybody's style of play was conducive to big crowds giving you love and abuse and in that game both you got in abundance you know you're no no nobody better to talk about it than you so 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 what's your thoughts well everybody's different gabby that's yeah that, that's the, you know uh there'd be, there'd be a lot of managers which are pleased that the, the there's fans not in the ground. Yes. Because they'll not be getting stick, and the team's not getting any stick. And and, and like anything else, whatever team whatever team it is, you're always going to get some fans that are either to players or managers. Yep. Depending on how the results are going. So um, people like me, and I, I am a one-off. Even even some of the great players I played with got a bit nervous yep. with me. I swear to you, I can say I'm a deathbed, you know, but it's, it's like I was, I'm only telling you, I don't ever bother you. You've gone Dalekey, two minutes tonight, TC, you're Dalekey. I don't know Can you hear me now? Uh, I, I can now, but you you went ever so Dalekey very early. It was 15 minutes last week. I don't know what I'm doing. It. Nice. Yeah, you're still, um, you're still Dalekey. How's that? That sounds better. What have you done? I've gone closer to the internet because ah. sometimes, sometimes it may be internet. And I can't it, what's internet yeah. got to do with my phone. No, it will do. If I go out in my garden, it probably will distort it a little bit. But if I'm in the house and I've got a good internet connection, then generally um, we're okay. I paid top whack for this internet. It didn't the cheap internet I had. You know, so yeah. it, 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 you're supposed to be on this full speed thing and, you know, they have problems upstairs with their uh, PlayStations. Yeah. You know, and you paint top whack for a, or the face at the highest uh, speed, which mm. I pay for through Sky. I mean, yeah. I've cancelled everything else with Sky, barely my internet. So, 
I can't, I can't count on some way it affects the phone, but Tom said it does, so... Well, at the moment, you're sounding great, so keep near right. that internet well, I'll, connection. Yeah, I'll stay there. So going back, to, going back to what I was saying is, yeah. it never affected me, yeah. ever, ever. The only thing w- w- would affect me if I didn't get picked, then I'd lose my racket, you know. Yeah. But it weren't because it would just think, oh, I also thought I should play. I'm not, not above anybody else, because I always looked at myself. Mm. You know, I never looked at, you know... I should be team before him and him and him. I mean, I watched a little bit clips of that um, Joe's Mourinho and, and and Danny Rose saying yes. about players not. You know, but that's not that's mm. never been my type of uh, thing. I've de- I've never criticised other players. In fact, when I when I write about on my wall, it's the managers I criticise more than anything else because it's their philosophy. Yes. They pick the team, you know, and do they get the right balance of the team? So that's why I never uh, ever blame players. So. No, it, it's it's never it's never bothered me uh, whether it's been full or or half empty because I love football. Yeah, I love football, and again, of course you want to play for Barcelona, of course you want to play for England, of course you want to play for uh, Man United and Liverpool's of this world, you know. But I mean, I looked at Sheffield Wednesday. I'd sooner play at Sheffield Wednesday if we're at top of the league. Well, I'd sooner play at Sheffield Wednesday anyway. Yeah. But but being a football, mm-hmm. living, obviously, this club's coming for you. And the winning trophies, you are going to play there. But what I'm trying to say is, I'd love Sheffield Wednesday to be at top of the league, like all all the Sheffield Wednesday fans. But football in general, it was just something that I loved. Whether I played with with, with my mates back home, or whether I played with Doncaster Rovers, my first my, my first ever football club. Now I posted up something, and um, I think I wound up a few Leeds United supporters. But I was, I was talking. That's not a shot. That's not a shot with you, is it? <laughs> no, no. But I, I was talking to Tom, and and I said, when you look at the championship, because he said there's no big clubs in the championship this year. You know, Leeds have got promoted. Villa have got yeah. promoted recently. Wolverhampton Wonders, you could argue, got promoted recently. Are a big club, given their success in certainly in the fifties. And I said, I know what you're saying, son. But when you look at it and you look at the successful teams and how big clubs are, Sheffield Wednesday must be the biggest club in that championship. And then I then I put up there Pride of Yorkshire. And when you <laughs> but 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 TC, and this is my argument, when you look at all the clubs in Yorkshire, Sheffield Wednesday are the biggest by success, aren't they? By mile? Yeah. Well, if, I think Huddersfield was more successful than, than Leeds, winning trophies at one point. Yeah. You know, but Leeds is a massive club. I don't, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, we're not disputing not, that. You weren't saying that. You weren't disputing that. What no, you were no. saying is, but what Leeds is, it's a massive city. It's the biggest city in the country. Isn't second. It? Is it second? Oh, no, beg your no, pardon. Birmingham. <coughs> Birmingham's, Birmingham's second. Leeds is third. Yes, London, Birmingham, then Leeds. Manchester yeah. is probably half the size of Leeds in terms of population. Yeah, well, when we take that into in, into account, I yeah. mean, when you in Sheffield, we, we have two teams: Sheffield Wednesday mm. and Sheffield Wednesday Reserves. You know, <laughs> uh, so you're looking at sixty thousand people. Leeds is the only team in Leeds. Yeah, it's I'm... a one it's a one city team. Yeah, you know, um, they will get more they will get more people into ground now because obviously they got back into Premier League and they're playing some football, mm. which is. Uh, a joy to watch whether you're a Leeds fan or not. I yeah. mean, I'm not one of these. I'm not Good one of these people. Play great I'm football. not one of these people. Uh, don't don't like Leeds, dirty Leeds, and all that. You know, Sheffield Wednesday are through and through. Mm. If they play Barcelona, I always think we're going to win because yeah. I, I let me out roll my head. Yeah. But 
uh, I, even lads that t- t- what's played at Sheffield Wednesday, you know, when I played at Everton and them, they, they did say to me, it is a massive club, you know, Wednesday, isn't it? Because when, when they play there, you know, the atmosphere is terrific. But it is in a lot of grounds. It is in a lot of grounds. But uh, it's a massive club. Um, I mean, me talking about Sheffield Wednesday, people think I'm being biased, but I'm not. You know, I say it as I see it, and it's a massive club. And I, I would say, if we ever got in that bracket and we thought like Leeds United did, because we never, we don't think like Leeds United, Leeds it expect to win it mm. we're just happy to be in Premier League and I'm not you know I'm just saying we've seen all these top players come to, to, to Wilbur to play at the, we've never had an owner for years and years and years what's thought right we're going to win the Champions League or we're going to you're going, and I'm not saying go and skin yourself I'm not about having an owner what's yeah. a, a multi-billionaire type of thing you know what I mean mm. what can pump money into into the club uh, and generate uh, these um, sponsorships to help it so but we've never had that we've never had that ownership so uh, we've never we've never been able to push yourself forward but we've never had the um, advertisement when I say advertisement I'm looking for a better word than that what gets profile. pushed on, well, profile yeah mm. you know but it, it, it gets pushed through the media and all that you know because it's, it's never what it consistent consistently has it but has it ever suited the narrative from the media? Because when you look at Sheffield, I mean, Sheffield is a great city full of oh, one, one, wonderful yeah. people. You know, it's the steel city. You know, it was, um, you know, it's part of the, the, the you know, the, the industrial revolution, isn't it? With Sheffield and yep. with Birmingham and the Midlands and the black country and the coal mines and the steel industry. But, you know, the press primarily is based or used to be in Fleet Street and then you had the uh, the, the other part of the press there up in the in the northwest in, in Manchester. So you got the Liverpool and the and the Manchester um, lovies there and the London lovies and Birmingham and Sheffield are very similar in terms of we've never had any focal point or any focus on us, but we're both great cities in our own right. And I think as a consequence, when you look at Birmingham and you look at Sheffield, if you're a multi-millionaire or some you know big conglomerate, you, you're not going to buy a club from those cities unless you're Aston Villa which have won European honours, you're going to be looking at Manchester, at Liverpool and, and in London? Well, what you said is right with the, with the press, because London, and then you've always said Manchester, because yeah. you know as well as I do, it's it's major trophies that they've won in yeah. London, whether it's Arsenal, uh, Tottenham in the 60s, not you know, not in recent years, mm-hmm. and Chelsea now in re- uh, in recent years have, have won major honours. So it's always, you know as well as I do, mm-hmm. it's about winning, and then that, that's where all the um, uh, press want to be uh, focused on. Yeah, of course they do. You know, but you take Newcastle, that's always had a major problem of yeah. attracting the big, big, big owners and the big, big players. Absolutely. But when you take it as a football club. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a it's a one uh, city team. Yeah, same as Leeds. And it's a absolutely huge following. Yeah. You know, but the press they'll only talk about the following more than the club itself. Yeah. You know, uh, sorry, they'll only talk about the fans more than the than the club itself. Yeah. Because they don't mention Newcastle. I mean, years ago there were you know there weren't uh, trophies. You know, uh, a lot of it were cup trophies. Uh, 
FA Cups and things like that. Back but in the 50s, it's yeah. Got, for some unknown reason, it's not for some unknown reason. I know part of it is, you know, a lot of people go up to Newcastle for a, for a weekend out, night out, mm. COVID out of way. And obviously, you're in football, you people who have gone out there for a weekend, what a fantastic night it is in Newcastle. Or some lads have stopped over and have a night out in Newcastle. What a great night. Fab- fabulous people, blah, blah, blah. But that's going up and visiting it. When you're there all the time, yeah. you, there's, there's nowhere else you can to tra- to travel unless you're travelling like two and a half hours yeah. to the next city. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I do. Whereas if you're in Birmingham, you can get up to Sheffield for a night out or watch teams. You can go to, if you're in London, you've got all that teams on around London area, and then you get up to Birmingham in an hour and a half, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And if you're in Manchester, you can get to Birmingham, you get to Leeds, and Leeds from, from Manchester to Leeds to Liverpool. Whereas Sunderland and Newcastle are really isolated yeah. from all that. Within Having said that, with modern-day uh, football now and the money they make, they can jump onto a, a, an helicopter or a... a, a, a It'll fly down to, to Manchester, fly down to London. They can do it that way. But it's 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 always baffling when a team, when a when an owner that. I mean, when a big owner. I mean, for some unknown reason, has never been attracted at massive owners, have they? When you look at it, you, not not really, yeah. Not what really. What I'm trying to say is, it's, it's, it's always like you said, it's only Liverpool, Manchester bought, or the good bought in London. You need to get a bit nearer your internet provider. Um, I'm not moved. If, you're not, <laughs> if you're not moved, you need to be sitting on your Wi-Fi, TC. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Sit on that matrix, so, you'll be all right for half an hour. So what I'm trying to say to you is, uh, Leeds is, is a one-city team, yep. right? And it's never it's never attracted, like the Manchester has, with, no, with the uh, Dubai... Not Dubai... Um, the Arabs owners, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the big the big uh, American owners at Liverpool mm-hmm. and things like that, and at Manchester. Uh, and then London, you've got, you know, the big multi-billionaires in, in London. The, we've never been able to attract it. You've never been able to attract it in, 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 in the Midlands. Mm-hmm. And in York and the North East hasn't been able to attract it, which I find very, very strange. It's all dominated around the South in in in, in particular, Londoner. I remember Aspila uh, when he, um, oh, blimey, Real Madrid are on the way yeah. back. <laughs> it's three-two now against Shakhtar. But Aspria, they they um, they convinced him that Newcastle was a suburb of London. And he got there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, there's your helicopter. But but this is the problem, and and a lot of players when they're up for grabs. How far away from London are we in London? We in London, and it's not just the players, but it's the wives, isn't it? And the girlfriends, they want to be yeah. in London, they want to be in that scene, and, and it is very difficult, especially you're right when you're up there as far north as, as Newcastle and Sunderland. And they have historically, since I suppose the Premier League started, when all the money comes into football, weighed in heavily for, for players, and probably the only reason they got those players was because they paid so so over, astronomical uh, fees so uh, yeah, uh, overinflated yeah. absolutely you know look, the both of them are massive clubs yeah both of them are massive clubs and any football will tell you what the, the most in the 18 football is wind yeah you know you don't 
I mean, these are played in snow, and we played in snow, and 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 worst one to play. And when you used to play up there, up at Newcastle, up the old rock park, you know the wind deal and the ball were like like a beach ball. To be honest, even the heavy balls were like a beach yeah. ball because the wind was so strong and cold. But it's not as cold in London, is it? No, you it's know. not. And I know, I know. When I went to play in Southampton, uh, I'd phone home back up in Yorkshire and say, "It's ice cold here. We'd have, we'd have sun, we'd have sun out. It weren't yeah. very hot, very hot, but there was sun was out and, and looked warm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, the, the, the condition is a uh, is a big thing. And when you when you take teams in on the continent, especially uh, Spain. And, and Italy, and Italy is not as much now because the money is not like you, but it's still good money. Spain has got not only has it got the money, it's got the weather, and that's what Italy's got. So if 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 somebody in Italy is going to pay the same amount of money what Man United and Liverpool, they'll go to Italy because of the weather. You know, in Manchester, the the first thing you say, oh, it's always raining here in Manchester and Liverpool, don't they? You know, so them little things add to 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 players coming when they're coming from. Uh, Around the world to play for the London for the London teams more than even the Manchester's and Liverpool's when you think about it. Absolutely, and they're certainly not going to go to Sheffield for the internet provisions because you really are sounding to get it closer to your ETC. It's um, that is there must be something wrong with the phone, Gabby. There has to be because <laughs> it's, you know, a, it's an iPhone, and it don't ever buy an iPhone. Yeah. They're terrible. I, wanna, I did not want to buy one. Yeah, I listened to Thomas and Jock. You yeah. need an iPhone. You need no, an you iPhone. don't. Don't you know? Kids not, don't I'm ever not, buy an iPhone. They're up. They're getting, endless. They might have gadgets on for them to play with. That. Yeah. But other than that, it's, I've had nothing but problems since I've had it. And I know. Once it runs out, I'm not getting another one. Yeah, get, an, get, get another. An, one. Get another Samsung. Samsung yeah, to look, Samsung is brilliant. I've had a Samsung for ages, and I've always uh, found them to be a great device. iPhones, absolute waste of space. Well, I wouldn't have got this if it weren't for them going on. You know. Well, you know, you know, I mean, you know, you know, like they're taking the bit, yeah, yeah, and all I know. that type of thing. But I'll never give another one, I guarantee you. Never Absolutely. Joey Barton's here. How long's that getting? Yeah, he's uh, in his old age, uh, he's wanting to have long hair, but it is going long. It is going long. He's here. I watched him the uh, the other night. He was on the on the TV on Sky. I was, you know, watching the football as we do pretty much every every night these days. And I looked at Joey, I thought, blimey, your hair. Is almost bigger than your head. <laughs> it's like, and I wrote it down certain things that I wanted to just have a little bit of a chat about. And I, I just put it here, Joey Barton's here. I just couldn't believe how much hair he's got. Would you have thought he'd gone into management, Joey? No, but, his, but again, when, when, you know, when I look at his, his reputation in the game, yeah, because. What I'm, what I'm trying to say about his reputation, whether mm-hmm. it's people believe it or not, what it, what it is, he was always in trouble. And for, yeah. some unknown, for some unknown reason, clubs don't go for that type of no. manager, you know, do they? But um, to be honest, he's done, he's done really well to, to start at that level. Uh, and uh, They've always played and he's always had them in and around. Uh, the two years he's been there now, he's always had him in and around the uh, top half or, or near the top six uh, of that division. So he hasn't done too bad. I'm not saying he's done spectacular, but he hasn't done too bad. And he, he's done better than a lot of people would have uh, given credit for, for me. 
Yeah, I mean, I I used to listen to him on on Talksport because before he he went to Fleetwood, he he did do a little bit on on um, that radio station, and whilst he was in between jobs, shall we say, playing and trying to get into and getting his coaching badge, badges, etc. He's always courted the news and, and the back pages for, for his behaviour. And I remember listening to a journalist who, who said that Joey Barton is one of the nicest guys I've ever met until he has a drink. And, mm. and whether Joey now, because he's doing that, and Joey's a little bit older, perhaps he doesn't go out as much when well, no one can go out these days. And perhaps he doesn't. And perhaps, because he's always come across as a very eloquent, a very articulate and a very intelligent young man. And perhaps he just sorting that, that short fuse out of his that he's always had. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen people when they drunk, some giggle and yeah. some... Are really abusive, don't Absolutely, they? You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. So you are right. I mean, the thing is, when you're in the public eye, if you're going in the wrong place, and what do you call the wrong place? It doesn't make any difference where you go. Footballers mm. earning that kind of money now, people see that they can make money off it, i.e., whether it's being close to them as friends or taking a picture and uh, exposing them for whatever they're doing, if even yeah. if they're not doing nothing wrong. And let's be truthful with, with Joey, Joey's always had this reputation that's preceded him. So if you are Joey Barton and you are going into a bar, you know what the public are like. Probably almost every time he goes into the bar, he will have confrontation. If the next kid in his team goes into that same bar, he won't have the confrontation. And and I think that, that Joey doesn't necessarily go looking for it. But when you have a reputation like Barton's had, it does tend to find you. And it's similar to football clubs. My team, Birmingham City, if there's going to be a fracas, it often involves Birmingham City fans or Millwall or West Ham or certain mm. clubs that have that tag but, to them. But that when you say when you say people, but it's only certain people at Birmingham of course it is. fans. And it's only oh, certain people. It's always, that always yeah, always you know, in minority like, too. So. It's like when, when you see, uh, looking at Joey Barton, and I'm only looking how people would look at it. Yeah. Like me being on, but I didn't drink. I mean, if, 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 if I mean, Joey does drink. So if Joey uh, is in trouble on the football field nearly all the time, like he were. Yeah. And like I were, when you're going out, there's somebody will always want to say something to you. Absolutely. You know, and try and antagonise you and get you into a fight. Yeah. So I do understand him on that. Now, again, I remember you telling me on one of the podcasts when you played at Sheffield United and you had a few bob on, on a win. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah exactly. But but you got hammered in uh, in a club, didn't you, by some Sheffield United fans? Yeah. Like, Goody to, jo- yeah. to Josephine. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't giving your all to say, so like, I got 500 quid on it, of course. I <laughs> would. You know what I mean? But, but they only see what they want to see. And that's what I'm saying mm. with Joey. They don't see Joey as the person who's a nice kid. They see Joey, who's out, he's done this, we're going to have a go at him, we'll have a pop at him. If he's sober, he probably wouldn't react. If he's had a drink, most pe- a lot of people they, do react when they they've see what the They see what the uh, the press's reputation Absolutely. give that player, i.e. whether it's a Joey Barton yeah. or whether it's a Gary Lineker who, yeah. who comes across as a nice person. Yeah. I mean, I look at Gary Lineker and he's, he's forever slagging... Uh, people off for not wearing masks. Yet he's in Marks and Spencer's with no mask on. Yeah. 
you know, but he'll not get that criticism. He started getting that criticism now, yeah. which he's never had in his life. Yeah. But it's it's how the uh, the press uh, portray you, yeah. yeah, portray you as, as as a as a player and as a person. Absolutely. Football clubs. I watched my team, Birmingham City, last night, and and I'll be honest, I I was going to turn it over and watch Manchester United, and I did listen to how many players didn't make the trip, and I thought, blimey, they're going to get right shoeing at Paris Saint-Germain. And I don't ordinarily like watching English clubs in Europe playing away, because they tend to park the bus. So I watched Birmingham, blimey, they didn't just park one bus, they parked a couple of buses. And it was a toss-up whether I was going to turn it over and watch EastEnders or carry on and watching that hard watch that was Birmingham City. And I looked at the game and I thought, should clubs, if they make no attempt, and we've covered this many times on a podcast about the philosophy of football and of the game, if they make no attempt to win a game, park that bus, don't have a shot, should they have points deducted from them? Well, I don't want to go down that line, and I tell you the reason why I don't want to go that. But mm-hmm. I see, if that were my team, Sheffield Wednesday, they're playing that way. I don't watch it. Turn it off. Yeah, I don't give a damn. Choose how much I love Sheffield Wednesday, mm-hmm. and whoever loves their team, they'll not love their team as much as I love Sheffield Wednesday. They might yeah. love it the same as, but not not more. Yeah, and I get it. So I cannot watch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've only got to look at the England game the other night. Absolutely, uh, playing two old in midfield players. Yet they're trying to get the two wing backs. Mm. Uh, to go forward, having to run 60, 70, 80, 90 yards. Just as Birmingham played last night. You know, mm. and, well, it, but then what happens is that the manager will come out with, uh, well, we can't, we can't take on uh, the Man United of this world because we have got the, we, we have got the money for it. Well, Leeds is a prime example. Absolutely. That Bielsa comes in, and he coaches the players, yep. and he turns the club round. Yep. Now Nottingham Forest is a prime example. The other team. You know, I'll always have a soft spot for, because obviously playing for them, and it put me on the on this on on the map, you know, with a big club. Mm. Obviously, I got an injury; it didn't turn out that way. But they've had all these players. What's coming this season? These new players. What's coming this season? Mm. And and I'm not against Chris Hill, but he's not he's not going to play any different yeah. to what um, to what um, the previous manager played. Mm. So, I mean, I, I looked at it last night and, and I turned it over because it was boring to yeah. watch. You know, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to watch Notts Forest because I wanted to do well. Mm. You know, not not do as, as well as Sheffield Wednesday, but I still want to see him do well. Yes. I couldn't even watch it because mm. it's, it's, it, I, Rotherham looked a far better team than what Forest did. Yeah. What will they turn around? What will that man, what will Chris Hutton turn around and, and the people will back him? They'll all, he'll, he'll turn around and say, well, they're not my players. Yeah. Well, they weren't the Elsa's players at Leeds. Correct. You know, a coach is supposed to go in there, coach all the players at the club. Now, yeah. if somebody's causing you a problem at that club, then I will back the manager. Yeah. But in general, that, coach should be there to coach and improve players yep right so i'm like you i know where you're coming from but the money the players gabby and i promise you this i've seen it and i know it's changed and i know it's a long time since i played football but what doesn't change is this if a manager a coach says to you gabby i don't want you coming out of that area there mm-hmm. right i guarantee you Eight out of ten will not come out of there. Yeah. Well, mm. do you know why? I won't pick them. Because next they time. want. 
Exactly. Mm. They want to play. Yeah. They want to play. Mm. So if he tells me not to come out of here, right, I do for about 80 minutes and then, and then I finish up. Oh, forget this. Mm. And then I go, and then I get a bollocking. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's why I don't blame uh, players. I always blame it because it's a, it's a coach's coach philosophy. Yeah. He picks the team. Yep. He can unbalance the team. Yep. Right. But what for, what's the first thing a coach does? He blames every Tom, Dick, and Abby, yet they play two holding midfield players. Yep. Right? Why do they play two holding midfield players? I'll tell you why they're two. Uh, because they're not confident in the defenders. Yep. Why not pick defenders what can defend? Exactly. Right? I get one holding midfield, because I will play a one holding midfield play. Well, one, if you, if you, you get... know, because, because at the end of the day, I want someone what can break it up and give it to the ones. Yeah. What's in my team what can... What can play? But when I say old in midfield player, I won't I won't play an old uh, an old in defensive midfield player. I want somebody what can use the ball exactly and set attacks off quickly. For instance, Moutinho at Wolverhampton. Against... Sorry, go on. Sorry. For instance, Moutinho at Wolverhampton. Yes. He's a good footballer. He'll drop deep. He'll get the ball. Yeah. He'll see the ball and he'll start the playoff. You need football players, not water carriers. You need football players in your team. Players that have got defensive mindsets and players that have got attacking mindsets as well. It isn't yeah. just about attack. We, you know, we do go on about attack, but we both understand and respect. I mean, you played. If you can't game. defend, exactly, you you're going to get beat. You will never win major trophies. Absolutely, and you've but you've always you got, maintained if, that. If you haven't got yeah. quality uh, attackers in, you'll never win games. Absolutely, it's a team. And, and 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 that's the balance of having that type of thing. You want players what can win games. Yep. A game, yeah, and you've got defenders. What wins your championships? And you then, when I said defenders, I'm t- including the goalkeeper in, yeah. in, in with that. Because I'll tell you what a good, go- I'll tell you what a good defender is. I'll tell you what Roy McFarlane and Colin Todd said to me when I was playing, and Larry Lloyd and Kenny Burns. Get out of here. We don't want you back here. Mm. We'll sort that out. Yep. Go and get us a goal. Go and make us a goal. Mm. Right. But fill in. Yep. Or at times chase back yep. at times not always at times yep. right so good defenders know how to defend good defenders know how to organize good defenders know when to uh, come out and try and win the ball good defenders will tattle and when i say tattle i'm on about sliding through with a tattle when they know they can win it yep. they won't over commit or they won't oversell and what what it, what it is with these managers, what play holding midfield players, they are frightened to death of the opposition mm. and they are frightened to death uh, of the back four not being strong enough. And I'll tell you what, another thing managers what uh, fear other teams. They play certain players out of positions, yeah. right, to protect a left back or mm-hmm. a right back or a centre back, right? So you've, you've caused two problems here. Mm. You've caused a problem whereas he's not trusting the defenders and we, that player is, a, is an attacking player we put him in a, an area which is not really great at defending but he's putting an extra man in there to defend yeah. but we're taking away the attacking uh, possibility what could create a goal or score a goal mm. and it, it's fear it, uh, when managers fear opposition players see it yep right and what the thing is with players 99.9% of them want to play 
Yeah. Of course, I wanted to play. That wanted the manager office, and I had to go to him if I didn't, if I didn't play. But that's only when I came out because of my injuries, mm. right? But majority of other players will not step out of the thinking box because they've been told that's what they got to do. Yeah. And program. And then it doesn't. Not, it does not. Yeah. The, the program. They are program. You're mm. right. You hit the net. That's the. That, that's the best word. They've been programmed. It's like a robot. Yeah. Do not come out of there and they yeah. won't do Robotic it. Robotic player, yeah. Yeah. 100%. So you've referenced two central, two, well, two, a pair of, of, of two central defensive, arguably the best partnerships of the 70s, late 70s, early 80s. Kenny Burns and Larry Lloyd at Nottingham Forest and at Derby County, Roy McFarland and Colin Todd. Now, I would say personally, as a fan, just looking at both defences, I think Derby County had the best two defenders there with Toddy and McFarland. Derby County were the best team yeah. I played in. Yeah. Yeah, Forest. Mm. And I'm, I'm more. I'm, Forest, I want to see do, and I don't want the Derby fans to take this the wrong way. I like to see yeah, Forest absolutely. do better than Derby. Not because of the. Um, Rivalry, yeah, it's because I joined Forest first and I played with Brian Clough. Yeah. If Clough would have been manager at Derby County, yeah, right, John would a great friend of mine, John Middleton, good goalkeeper, but not a Peter Shilton, yeah, right. We've got David Langan, great player, Roy McFarlane, Colin Todd, two great players, yeah, what could defend and what could come out with the ball and what were quick, yeah, David Nish, and then we, we, we bought Stevie, Stevie Buckley, yeah, and then the midfield, what. Rioch, uh, Masson and Jerry Daly, all technically gifted players. Yep. Charlie George, uh, Jerry Ryan, uh, Billy Hughes, the late Billy Hughes, and uh, coming to me, uh, Gordon Hill from yep. Man United. Great, great players. Yep. So that was a great team. Yeah, it was. Forest, I wouldn't say what a great team, but what they had in, in Shilton, Anderson, um, Boyer, Robertson, Woodcock, uh, Francis, Frank Clark as well at left back. Yeah, no, but what I'm trying to say, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, mm. them were really, really top world class players. Frank was a great player. Mm. You know what I've just mentioned there in Shilton, uh, Anderson, uh, Boyer, Robertson, Francis, Woodcock. They were absolutely top, top notch players. Mm. You know, and then the others were really, really good players, and uh, there were no nonsense players. Frank would get the ball and do what Cluffy tell him to do. Just give it to Robbo, yeah. right? Vi- the manager would tell Viv when I were playing there, give the ball to to, to uh, Terry, yeah. right? But Viv got a, a good energy in him, yeah. and he was a good technical player, so he could he could use the ball himself. He could make long runs, and he could go on the blind side of people. He could come on inside of people. He got everything. So what I'm trying to say is, overall ability of the two teams. I would say Derby were the better team, yet Forest won everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you know. I mean, when you were said to me, when I'm going to compare, I, I would compare Alan Hansen and, and, and Mark Lawrenson as as good as anybody, and he proved over the years they won trophies and European Cups. But you couldn't get two better defenders, i.e. at uh, Notts Forest in Labby Lloyd and uh, Kenny Burns. Oh, he's sat and and you know I played I played with them type of players, so they were all they were players were all got everything about them to defend as well as 
as well as play football and bringing it out from the back because Larry Lloyd could bring it out from the back because he played at Liverpool. That yeah. they, they wouldn't just oof it. Kenny Burns never oofed it. But what they didn't do them to, if it were danger, they didn't take a, a risk. Yeah. Then they would clear it. You know what I mean? We've just made, well, Shakhtar Donetsk have just scored the fourth goal, but it was disallowed. The forward made his run slightly too early and he was offside. But the uh, the way the, the way the play, he sat the goalkeeper on his backside and just pretty much. I thought it I over him. say that. I was, I was going to say you all sat him on his backside. He just sat him on his what backside. Is, is it still three two? It's still three two. It was disallowed. He just made his run slightly too early on the halfway line, and uh, yes, what it was about still the results two. we're having? You know, again, we're, it could be because there's I mean, no people, one in the stadiums. I agree I, with that. I, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't have that. But mm. it could be. Yeah, could be, I yeah. Wouldn't that. I wouldn't look at it like that. But, I mean, it's just, there's something weird about it all for me. I mean, Well, there really certainly weird, is with I mean. the way teams because, mm. you know, players players that would go in their shells, and there are a lot of players, aren't they, especially in derby games, would go in the shells, that, you know, the whether it be the Cup, the Stretford End or the, the Alt or whatever team that you're playing when they're not there they haven't they're not fearing that crowd they're not pressure. fearing exactly not yeah. pressure yeah well, it could be as well yeah from the other, you have to yeah. look at it from the other side if yeah. you're not running about on that pitch and you're playing at Liverpool they'll let you know yeah absolutely yeah. so, so it yeah. works both sides yeah it does yeah it helps it's probably not helping the home team but it's helping the yeah. away team but a lot of players mm-hmm. always seem to do well away from home because they're not having that pressure yeah. at all absolutely and the crowd uh, shouting from, yeah the yes. crowd shouting, yeah. oh, man, oh, man, oh, no. And I know yeah. the players say, we can never hear, but but they're selective because they do hear some things. No, but I will say this, Gabby. Yeah? The, me playing at Doncaster Rovers and, yeah. and Huddersfield, yeah. you will hear you will hear certain parts of the crowd. Yeah, you will. You will. Mm. And you do. Right? Make no mistake, because I've heard people say... Buxton, put your dominoes away yeah. and get your first team out. Yeah. You hear things like that. Yeah, yeah. But when you're playing in front of the big crowds, you don't hear anything. Yeah. You'll only hear certain things. Yeah. But you're right, you're hearing man on, hold it, turn. And you know, surely as well, time. you're on your you, you, toes. You're hearing all yeah. that. You are hearing all that. You're on your toes a bit more as well, aren't you? If you're a home team playing in a big stadium, you're yeah. on your toes, you've got that big crowd behind you and and you're playing well, you're playing as much for them some as what you are for you, some you? Fans, some handle the fans and some don't. And that that proves a point. I think that proves a, yeah. more of a point than anything that. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of mitigating circumstances as to why we are getting some remarkable results. And and as much as you know, people are saying, and certainly on social media, you get, you know, football isn't football without the fans. And, and I get all that, but I'm still watching some great games of football and, and none more than when Aston Villa absolutely spanned Liverpool. Now, whether there was 68,000, half a million inside Villa Park that day, Villa couldn't have played any better and you couldn't have yeah. had a better game. It was just a great game. Fans or well, no fans? Listen, um, I will, I'm, picking and, I'm, I'm picking and choosing my games now. Well, because I will now. I'm, like, view, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like those fans now. What you, what you're talking about? Because yeah. I find it boring to watch with no fans. I, don't ask me why. Some I mean, games I do find boring too. See, like last night there was no fans, and I found that boring. But I didn't, I didn't find Villa Seven 
Liverpool to boring at any stage mm. with no fans. And that's watched, my point. I watched the Leeds and uh, Man City game. And it was good game. Fantastic. Good game. I watched uh, what was the game? Um, oh, it was another game. Oh, Arsenal and Man, Arsenal and Man City. Another good game. Yeah, decent. I've seen yeah. a couple of hours. Okay. Yeah. But some of the other games have been boring because. But, but it, I look at it, then I look I at know. it and I think to said, maybe some people are right. You got because without the fans. Yeah. Everything doesn't seem right. I mean, you know, it, it ain't the same without the fans. But what we what we've been watching since lockdown and leading us back into this uh, pay per view situation. When we've come back from lockdown, every game was on the TV. Now there's a lot of games of football that you know. I use the word experts loosely because they're not. They're players that have played the game and they've got jobs as pundits. And and I think you're right. You know, when you you that quote of yours, I'd rather listen to pigs grunt than these talk about football. But not they more, watch by all. The way, not a more. No, not a more. Not a more. But some of them. And when you say, for instance, you're working on match of the day, there are some games that are last on match of the day for a damn good reason. And yep. the thing. Because we've watched all the games, all the 90 minutes, some of those games we've watched have been absolutely awful. But that's never been different. Some of the games that we've watched games of football have been rubbish. How many times have you watched, <coughs> excuse me, your team? Or I've certainly watched Birmingham City. And I've, I've come back and Tommy, you say to me, how do the players are bloody awful? You said you say that every week. I said that's because they are. I think we are more critical with his own team, aren't we? Oh, 100%. We know. I mean, we'll say, oh, that was a good game, so and so. Yeah, yeah. But somebody will say to me, how's Sheffield Wednesday? And I'll say, oh, they were crap today. Yeah. You know. Um, so I think that you're right. You, we, we, we do look at it like that as such. And majority of the time, it can be awful because, I mean, you can get a game, a nil-nil game. It's not necessarily a boring game. It's an exciting game. There's been chances missed. Yeah, absolutely. But you get some games. Yeah. It, it could be 3-3 three, three or 4-3. Three, and you still think, you know that were a crap game, you know. But what's got what got away with what they got away with is that you know there's been seven goals or six goals in game. Yeah. And again, games have been on TV. We've watched every game. Now some of the games that would have been on still are on, but they're on pay per view. So they've been selected for pay per view. For example, Leicester against Aston Villa. I paid fifteen quid. Uh, meantime went off so we're going to watch the game Leeds United versus Aston Villa on Friday now I will pay 15 quid to watch Jack Grealish but I'll be honest I won't pay 15 quid to watch anyone else no well if I thought Sheffield Wednesday were playing terrific football then I would pay to watch them yeah but I won't pay to watch them playing negative football yeah that's what I that's what I won't do Mm. now when you're going on that I told you what I told you Early on in these podcasts, I was telling you what they were looking to do, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. If they cannot, if they can get not get fans into the stadium, mm. if they cannot get fans into the stadium, right, and people pay for football matches, they will go down that line. Yeah. I'll tell you why. The police in to go into the stadiums. Mm. Um, the less trouble you're going to get into the stadiums. Yeah. Uh, all this thing now with this Black Lives Matter, because mm-hmm. I hear Jim White turning around and turning around and saying that um, when 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 fans are allowed back into the stadium, people should be reporting uh, fans uh, for being racist. Mm-hmm. That's causing more trouble than enough. 
because you know we all want we all don't want to listen to people slagging uh, black players off or whatever it is anyway the yeah. main black or whatever it is yeah but you're always gonna get how are you gonna stop it there is one way to stop it yeah they've got cameras yep and if they could point that camera to that that fan them fans right there's one thing they can stop them going into the ground mm. once you start eradicating them type of fans yep then you'll get more from it yeah right but why do we have to have grand uh, grounds closed because this is part of all this why the grounds are closed we can worry about COVID, but we'll see what happens with COVID mm. soon. And I'm, I'll be right about that. Um, they can stop that type of fan going into the ground. They can. But this is more about people buying um, games on TV. And I'm going to oh, tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. You'll see more and more Burnley games. When yeah. I said Burnley. Yeah. Leicester's. Norwich's and whoever's in the in the Premier League, you're going to see them more games on Sky. Correct. And the big ones, you're going to have to pay for them. Correct. Hundred percent. And and again, TC, to eradicate that, and, and we have seen lots of games that are boring. And let's be truthful, there was Sheffield United versus Fulham that was a, a pay per view game. How many people I'd paid like to know. 50, but they won't give you the figures? Now, if Manchester United and Liverpool were on there, you've got an audience of billions. Can you just interrupt you on that? Of course that. you can, TC. When you said that, yep. you may know more about it than, than I do, but they'll not keep they'll not keep putting not, uh, Sheffield United and, and Fulham on. No disrespect to them. Right? Mm. Uh if they're not going to get enough viewers for it, surely, yeah? Oh, absolutely. I, I think they're right. testing the water with all these. I totally right. agree with you. That's I, the word I'm looking yeah. for, testing the water. And you, I think the European Super League... That's why I wanted yeah. to ask you that question. So, so what were you talking about before I interrupted? So what, we're, what pretty much the thread that we're on at the moment with pay-per-view going forward, you've got an audience that are paying 15 quid. They're not going to be paying 50. It's a little bit like the 39th game that they've always been talking about. If you go and play Sheffield United, and we're not, you know, because that was a pay-per-view game, Sheffield United versus Fulham, you can play that anywhere. You ain't going to get the fans turning up. If you're playing Manchester United versus Liverpool, you're going to get the fans turning up. You're going to get them paying 15 quid to watch that game. So you're absolutely right, TC. For me... Pay-per-view, and this is where I don't agree, pay-per-view will be the big games that we want to watch and the games that we don't really want to watch are going to be free to watch on Sky. But we're still paying for Sky through our subscriptions. But there's a fine balance because if they have too many games that ain't good, people are going to throw the satellite dishes back or their virgin subscriptions You'll always get the hardcore fans. And what I mean about the hardcore fans, and this is what I'm going to say to you now, and this will be true. This will be a fact. Yeah. There'll be thousands, thousands, thousands. What don't like Man United or mm. Liverpool? I'll guarantee you, they'll some of them will pay for for that for, for that games because they want to see that game. Of course they will. But again, like the Premier League could get away with not having fans in in, in stadiums because of the amount of money they get. Yeah. I think that uh, this pay-per-view, they wouldn't be even bothered about us in in, in Britain. No, not at all. It's, it's global. Because it's global. Of course it is. Right? Mm-hmm. There's all this 
there's all these dodgy boxes, and that's there's a problem with the Saudi Arabia, isn't there? Oh yeah. Well, in the, in the, we're not paying for the skies, and it's been showing all all over Asia. All the way through. There's some of them. There's some of them, or a country where there's billions of people in that country, or millions of people in that country. Yeah. Right. Uh, will pay for that. So Sky will get away with it. That's how they get away with it. They will get away with it. You're right. Because of the global marking, by the way, Real Madrid has just scored corner and it went straight under the goalkeeper. Mind you, it could be disallowed because the Real Madrid player was standing right in front of him. So we, 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 we wait and see what happens here. But you're right, it's the global market now and that's how they look at it. So they'll go, all right, there's there's quite a few people in this country that might have fire sticks and we're losing a bit of money, but we're earning billions of pounds in yeah. India, in Saudi Arabia, in China, in the Far East, in the Middle East, all over the world because they want to watch the big clubs. And it's... It's no coincidence that for a couple of generations, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man United, Tottenham, all these big clubs have been going out and sowing the seeds and selling shirts in these countries because they've always been planning for this. And it looks as though the golf has been disallowed. His referee's ju- he's just looking. I would disallow it because the lad's standing right in front and he's almost let the ball go through his legs. So I don't see any way that Real Madrid can can have that as, as a goal. Yeah. No, the referee's got to disallow that. But will he be but brave enough? Back, but going back to what you were saying, yeah. you're right, because when you get a Liverpool and Man United and it's so... The yeah. people in Germany want that want to watch that game. These people in Spain want to watch that game. Oh, Just like Barcelona yeah. and Real yeah. Madrid, which is watched globally more than more than any derby, I would yeah. imagine. I mean, you get Celtic and Rangers, they could sell that over ten times. In Absolutely. The world, even though they're not the world superstars, but it's the atmosphere and the full houses, isn't it? And, but, and but how TC. the media can yeah. and how the media can portray it and sell it uh, with good marketing. But, but can they sell that as a Scottish Premier League game or will they be better selling that as a European Super League game, the old firm? I, listen, I still think I they know. can sell it as a Scottish game. Mm, I still, I still I think mean, the European Super League's got a lot of weight behind it. Well, I don't dispute mm. Listen, the only problem I have with that, and I've told you what I think of it, or yeah. I've tried to explain to you what yeah, I think yeah, yeah. about it, somebody's got to finish in the bottom three, four all time. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That, that's four big clubs. Mm. But again, before we go, go on to that Super European League, it's the marketing, how they market it. 100%. I'd lost a little bit in, in, interest in football, yep. right? Then all of a sudden, they were, they were getting this advertising come up for the Premier League. Can you remember when it first came on, the, yeah, the advertisement? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It got me excited about football again. Of course it did. Honestly, I'm telling you the truth. It got mm. me. I hadn't been as excited for years. Yeah. It was like as I was like a kid and thinking, wow, this Holy is it. ball game, yeah. You know, and 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 uh, and the first few years with it, I absolutely loved. But I think I loved the um, the marketing side of it. Yeah. So the build up to the, because you know as well as I do, the press will give you what. Uh, what they're trying to sell and they will say this is one of the biggest games in the world of course you know the arch rivalry of, of celtic and yeah. rangers what's going on for the uh, years the history of these two football clubs it'll show it's how they market it and they can market that without 
without we don't forget we're only talking off we're only talking of when it comes down to playing right because they'll class that this is like a barcelona mm. not technically wise but what i'm going to say fan wise of course it is and the history wise of yeah. it and that's how they will sell it and that's how we'll get away with it but but rangers my, versus my, go on. my 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 thing on the super league is i can't see Whoever finishes in the bottom four are going to want that when they've been winning the leagues in their country. Anyway, go up. Oh, no. But if you're, if they're, and they're going to be pumping billions of pounds into that European Super League, I'm, I'm against it because, you know, I, I don't believe in the this elite and sinking all the respective leagues for them to earn more money. But I understand where they're coming from. Now, if you look at Rangers and Celtic, one and two in the Scottish Premier League, would they be prepared, arguably, to finish round the bottom of their league, but get ten times the amount of money, can buy much better players with the possibility of finishing bottom of that respective league? I think I think teams would go for that because they look at the money, not where they're going to finish. And I might be wrong, and I hope can I, I am. I, yeah, go on. Can I put this to you then? Yes, you can. No, so we've, we've heard your side of it. Yeah. Now, Let's say my side of it. Tell me what you think to this. Yes. What do fans want to see? I don't think they think about fans now. They I want do. to see. Yeah. We're talking about the football, the fans. Yeah. The fans want to see their team win. Yes, they do. The fans, regardless of what you tell me, their fans want to see their team win. Hundred percent. Right. If Celtic were in that league and they were bottom of that league, do you think they won't be getting a lot of stick from their fans? Do you think some fans would not go want to watch it? No, I agree, and I think there's a lot of merit there. But if, say, for instance, Harry Kane was playing for Celtic, and yeah. Celtic had a great team, far greater oh. than what they've got. Would they have that trade-off? And I think it's a great question, TC. Oh, listen, what you're saying is not wrong. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is this. Yeah. Football is football. It is, yeah. Right? Alex yeah. Ferguson mm. got stick at Man United. Then yep. once he won all these, he started to get stick in between. Yeah. When he was losing... Right, and he got a lot of stick his last year before he retired. Yeah, and and he, he stayed on for another season because mm-hmm. he he wanted to go out in a you know that he won the league and he did it the following season. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I have nothing but praise for Alex. You've asked me a question. I'm trying to what I'm yeah. trying to say about fans are, are, are fickle. Hundred percent. You know, and I'm not having to go at the fans. What no, I'm trying to say not. is, yeah, lots. Of, Sheffield Wednesday is a massive club. Yep. Right. They're not giving the capacity what they can do. Mm. Now, you put them in, in the Premier League winning winning matches, that ground's full up every season. Yes. And that we know that's a fact. Yep. We know that is a fact. Man United will always fill the stadium. They've always have done. Yeah. But a lot of them other big clubs, Arsenal's, when Arsenal started to deteriorate, they've yep. come back a little bit under Arteta. Yeah. A lot of fans, even the season, season ticket holders, weren't even going to the games because they're not winning. That. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So I don't think I'm far wrong. What I'm mm. trying to say to you is, yeah. yes, they're going to have a, a, a vast amount of money. It'll not bother the football club one little bit. Mm. The owners don't bother them one little bit. But it, it affects fans, Gabby. Oh, 100%. Because so it, so... What I'm trying to say to you, mm. somebody's got to finish at bottom of that league. Yeah. No, I, I, when they finish yeah. at bottom of that, yeah. when they finish at bottom of that league. How many games have they won? So if they don't win any games, yeah. when I say don't win any games, they're going to win games. But if they only win three games out of the season, mm-hmm. do you want to go what? Because how passionate Celtic fans are and Rangers fans, mm-hmm. 
or out Liverpool fans or our Man United fans. They will, if they're bottom of that league, a lot of them fans, they will lose. Now, the club's not bothered because they're giving a vast amount of money. Yeah. But the fans will be gathering, I, I promise you. But I'll wait to see what happens with all this. I think it's going to be a fascinating trade-off. And I'm yes, I will say that. 100% against a European Super League. I'm 100% for the fans and keeping our game. But, I, but what I've witnessed over the last generation or two, I think football is out of control. I think greed has, has created a monster and we've just been swallowed up by this monster and I just well, don't I, see as they're going to stop it now. I think it's... I think the monster's always been there. Yeah. yeah. I think the monster's always been there. You're going to... and When I explain this to you, there's more money in it, but the monster's always been there. Yeah. It's just a massive money... I don't want to say it because, you know, it doesn't sound right. Mm. But the, the people who are putting in this money are putting their money in to clean money up for me. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and they're doing it for a reason. They want to earn yes. more money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? They ain't gonna yeah. just, oh, yeah. they're not, yeah. they, they don't want to just win this league. They want to win that league. They want to earn more money. When they've earned a billion, they want to earn two billion. It's just the yeah. way that these people are. So as much as we want to fight against it, I just don't see how we're going to fight against it because I think that the next stage, and I've said this for some time, well, people, what happens, people waking up eventually. People waking up eventually. It's whatever, whatever you, I've never been into politics up until this last couple of years. And mm. when I look, when I, when I look at socialism, all mm. these people, millionaires are so, why do they, they talk about, never give up, never give up the wealth. Do they? No, because I think that, you know, no matter, again, I think, Socialism is what, you, what, what you feel. People. Yeah, I'm for every piece, but I'm yeah. for working class people mm. having a fair standard of living. Yeah, absolutely. And that's all working class people ask for. Yeah, absolutely. A fair standard of living. And that's nothing what should. More, ha- yeah, nothing less. And that's what should happen in football. It should yeah. be fair, and the richer clubs should give more money to the smaller clubs, and it should trickle down, and the People at the, the the grassroots should have enough money to be able to grow their game, and then the teams at the top they cherry pick the best players at the bottom, and that's how it keeps on. But you must keep feeding and fertilising that grass, and and then it grows, and then and and, and then you you pick the the fruit. You know as well as I do, players players are always going to sign for the bigger club absolutely. They're a bigger club, of course they do, and, yeah. And they've got more, yeah. You know, just, just few and far people want to play for the. They want to play for the team. Yeah. But whether they can, whether if they can play for the for the bigger team. When I say bigger team, mm-hmm. team what's but winning more, winning more games and, and winning trophies, they'll play for them. So they have an advantage. Yeah. As it is, we are having the money. Mm-hmm. But when right? that when them bigger clubs get more money, just naturally, the way I see it now, they just want more and more and more, oh, and they don't want to give that money to I the grassroots. I sadly, think, I, I personally, I think that's what they, what they are doing to, to to push it that way. On that, yeah, I, don't, I, think, yeah. I think, I think, I think, me personally, mm. I think it's cleaning money up for the for the for yeah. all of these football clubs. I think that's all that is. Honestly, yeah. I do. Whether people like it or not, I think they're just cleaning money up. TC, we have had a brilliant hour. I think it's been the most enjoyable hour that we've had so far. And it's going to be a little bit longer because we, we still haven't mentioned our magic moment. So let's go into the magic moments. It's usually after about 20 minutes, but we've really got our teeth into subjects tonight. 
Well, I'll tell you this. Some fans may not like it because I'm going to talk about Jack Grealish. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there were three or four things. And it's not about the three or four things, right? Because there's, there's 90 minutes in the game. Yep. And it's getting a result. But he did some things, and, and he didn't play last week with the uh, national team. Yep. Right? In important games. He did things in that game what I... As a fan, want to see absolutely. He was in and around the the, the, the Leicester box, and he did from left to right foot, dropped his shoulder one way, pulled back the other way, and left two of them for dead. They didn't know where to. If they didn't fall down, but it's only because of the if they'd been bigger bigger defenders that have been sat on the ass because yeah. the balance would, would have been there. Mm. And he played a, a magnificent ball through, and I'm thinking, you know, why? Well, I do. I know why. Yeah. I know why. And the some fans. Want to blame uh, want to blame Jack because of the Maverick side of it. And the, 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 when I said the Maverick, what Jack will do will run with the ball and create space for other people yeah. and commit people. But if he loses that ball and that ball finishes with back in there, that's what they all jump yeah. on. So th- there was a couple of pieces of magic with Jack, um, and I try not to mention him all the time, right? But I'm, if I think that is worth talking about than a goal than the, the team because mm-hmm. as you know I thought Aston Villa's performance against Liverpool was my magic moment yep you know because you don't see that mm. you never see Liverpool get all Man United game beat 7-1 the, the verification from a smaller club the, uh, Man United beat Arsenal 6-1 or whatever but that's the big clubs isn't yep. it and yep. they can have an off day but yep. when a I mean Aston Villa's a big club so yep. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say they're not big in the sense of winning trophies all the time, you know. So uh, Jack's perfor- uh, performance with certain aspects of his game on 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 Sunday night were absolutely sublime for me. Absolutely, and you know, again, you were a player of tremendous ability, and it, it takes one to know one and to recognise one. I've done a recent podcast with Uddy, and and Uddy was saying Jack Grealish is the difference between watching a game of football and not watching a game of football. And pretty much exactly what I do. I will pay 15 quid to watch Jack Grealish and I but, won't pay money to watch others. But what I will say this, Dean Smith has done brilliant there. And that's and exactly I know he's what I said. Season yeah. Because yeah. he's got a bit more better quality. Yeah. And he's going about it the right way. Because yeah. when you get when you go about it that way, like Klopp, it took him three years to get Liverpool. He didn't go and buy... Yeah. 12, 14 players in one cup like Nottingham Forest have done and then the second the manager. Yep. You know, like Grimsby's done. Mm-hmm. You know, fetching f- 15 players and trying to get them. What you do, you build a team and you add you add players to it. And what Dean Smith's done there, and I said he didn't tell last year, yep. I, I said he would survive and I hoped he, he would survive. And mm-hmm. yes, it, it, looked, it looked dice at the time, mm-hmm. but it's turned right. Now they've got the experience. Now they're getting better players to play with Jack Grealish. And now Jack Grealish, even though he's short, he looks even better. Of course he does. But it always does when you play with better players, Gabby. Yeah, absolutely. It always does. England's next game, Republic of Ireland in, in uh, November. Is that planned? I mean, will he call up Jack? Is it is it a fact that we've got Republic of Ireland, who Jack could have played for, we've got England, who Gareth Southgate won't pick him. Is that just picked just to piss Jack Grealish off even more? Is it? Is, I don't it know. It, no, but it's is a friendly. It a friendly yeah, it's a friend of well, well, New well, Zealand. We're going to play us, but with the coronavirus, he'll play him. Listen, he'll, play him. he'll play him. I don't think I he will. I guarantee you. Oh, listen, I'll bet you. Shall we have a drink on it? A vodka? 
Yeah, go on. We'll have a vodka on it. I guarantee you. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. No, I'm right. Because I'll tell you what, it's another game to play him. Right? And what he'll do, right? But I said to you, I didn't fancy him to to beat Wales. I really didn't. Yeah. But I said Jack could play well. Mm. He was hoping that Jack didn't do well. So he could not. But Jack was absolutely sublime. Kid's got the ability. Oh, Jack really, she's when, for me the best Hudson, English player Hudson, that we've got. When I saw Hudson play for England, yeah. he only played those three games. Yeah. Each so, and every one were brilliant. Yeah, so. Tony Curry were brilliant. You know, um, the other guys. Yeah. You're breaking up, you've gone. TC, come back to me. TC. You you're still Dalekey, come back to me, TC. Hello. No, you're Dalekey, you need to sit on that Wi Fi box, TC. I'm still eating. Intermittent. It's gone, Gabby. Can you hear me? Yeah, clock can hear you loud and clear too. So I was getting worried there. We'll get Chris to just right. clip that a little bit. Well, so what it is, um, what, what I'm saying about with Jack, the, he'll play him against all the friendlies he'll play him in. He'll yeah. play him in. It's a serious game. What will alert me? But if he's going to play like he played against um, Denmark with two old midfield players, I won't be watching England play, I guarantee you. I just think that's the way that Gareth Southgate wants to play with two oldie midfield players and, and three at the back. And, and as a consequence, I think Jack is going to struggle to get into Gareth Southgate's team. He will get into your team, to my team, to Woody's team, Harry Redknapp's team, to pretty much every I other football I person know. I know. I know, how, I know how they think they're managers. Yeah. He didn't play the way he's playing when he was at Middlesbrough because he was a long ball merchant. Yeah, he was relegated good, as well, didn't but he? It, but, but, but he was a good football player. Yeah, he was decent. He was a good football yeah, player. But uh, then when he goes to England, he changes his method in his playing. Mm. Keep ball, but I told you, it's, it's too slow. It, it had to be quickened yeah. up, but I thought he'd mm. done a lot better. He's gone back to the fearful. Yep. He's gone back to the fearful way of playing. Mm. It certainly will be interesting to see if he has the squad of 23 or again, again, he goes to 30 because we have got three games. We've got Republic of Ireland, Belgium away and Iceland at home. So I think Gareth probably will pick him, get his get out of jail card. He may well, as you've alluded to, play Jack Grealish in the game against the Republic of Ireland, but I don't think he'll play him away at Belgium. Oh, no, 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 no. There's no chance. No. Oh, unless someone really changes his really mind. Yeah, but so, so we'll no get chance. beat. We'll get beat. You know, we won't listen, qualify listen, in the Nations League. We have. We have. And mm. I don't give a damn what anybody says to me. We were poor against Denmark. We have got, and I'm yeah. not saying they're all our best players to, 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 to play, but we have got a group of 25 players, 23 players. Yep. What's the best I think we've had? And we've had some good players over the years. yeah. We've got, we haven't got a top-class goalkeeper, and I'm not having a good goalkeeper. Since mm, because they're mm. listen, they're more important to me if I'm if I'm a manager than than my centre forward. Yep. Everybody else thinks you know thinks differently. For me, it's a goalkeeper. Yep. That's my that. Forget Kevin Cooper and Jack Grealish. I want a goalkeeper. What allows me to have Jack to go and express himself because mm. they winners, they winners. Championship, World Cups, FA Cups, League Cups, everything, European Cups, Jack's going to win us again. Yeah. And that's so all for me, until we get that right, the manager, what believes and going to believe in quality players, then we've no chance. And this is a great group of players. 100% TC. My magic moments are Joe Pedro's goal for uh, Watford on Friday Night Football. Oh, great goal. Absolutely <laughs> great Quality. Goal. Timo Werner's brace for, uh, for Chelsea. 
against Southampton, one of your former oh, clubs, yeah. and we both got that result wrong. We both picked 2-0, and it ended up 3-3. But again, Chelsea showed their inability to defend. But Timo Werner, I thought that first goal that he scored, the Tom turn, oh, and then he's coming. I just thought he was absolutely brilliant. I'm loving what I see from that kid. And uh, Lanzini's equaliser for West Ham against Tottenham. That was unbelievable. What a strike. But again, the two results, what you've just mentioned there, Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. Two nil up, cruising. And Southampton. And, and yeah. if you're honest, uh, are playing some decent football, but you wouldn't expect them to come back. And then no. you get West Ham, 3-0 down. Yeah. I mean, two of those goals were absolutely bad mistakes. Oh, but yeah. the third goal were an absolutely... You, you could have had Shilton in there, Schmeichel in there, Schmeichel was at Leicester. Yeah. Uh, them two weren't Manchester City, them at Liverpool. They still wouldn't have stopped that. No. They, 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 it, went, it went that fast, didn't it, Ned? It was, un, it was unreal. But the, like I said, every week there's some great goals, Gabby, isn't there? But oh, I, look, I look for brilliant. little glimpses of a team performance. Yes, it can be an individual like Jackson on yeah. on uh, Sunday night. I look for that type of things because we still see spectacular goals now, don't we? Oh, we do. And also a special mention for uh, Freddie Sears, his pass and goal for Ipswich. Oh. Ipswich mm. are doing like, really well. And the fact that they've got no recognised central strikers playing for them at the moment. Top draw. And, and again, Lambert does a good job with... And they don't want to He's be got to play disrespectful. Football. Yeah. But but lesser clubs. Rovers do play good football. Yeah. Swindon, I've wrote about these Swindon. I know yeah. they're not doing, you know, but they've got up in the league. Yeah, they just got to they've got to play the same way, but just try and get a bit better quality in. Absolutely, yeah. And that's all it is. It's not that. It's just that when they get it, when they go into an A league, some can handle it and some can't. But sorry, go on. Sergio, anyway, that over will be coming on in a bit. I know it will be, but I, you're right. I do want to talk about Sergio. Don't touch me. What was your take on that? And I'll tell you what my take oh, is after. Listen, I don't politically want to, p- politically I don't, correct I don't gone to, on listen, overdrive. I'm listening to some of them on on on, on talk sports. Yeah, I know. Right. And we're talking about we, listen. These people want shifting. Yep. But because if she's going to do a man's job. Then she's got to be able to attack a man's uh, criticism. Correct. If it had done that to a, if it had done that to a man, yeah. What the determined man has said, he shouldn't be doing that. He should have got booked for it. But they went overboard with it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, usual. absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to give them the limelight. You could talk about it, but I don't want to give them the limelight. Personally, with my take on Sergio, I think he showed a great respect. Because he yes. didn't see a female, he saw the lino, and it was what he perceived to be a bad decision, and just flicked the lino round the back of the neck and carried on with it. And that kid has been a lino now for probably about ten seasons. Has worked with the the best players that we've got. Has a relationship with those players. I think she would have looked at that and thought, Sergio, fair play, you respected me. Because if he hadn't have done that, but you know, it would have only been the fact he didn't do it because he saw her as a female. He yeah. saw her as an equal. You know as well as I do, it's a political... It's absolute. It's, 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 it's like all this kneeling. It's political correctness. It is, yeah. It's nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. It no. has nothing to do with it. No, it certainly doesn't. But the Uber has started to fire up TC. I can hear it as we talk. So let's go into our 
football predictions and it was 2-2 last week so you're still 1-0 up and uh, you do pick the music to go out with again this week Aston Villa away at Leeds United on uh, Friday night may you say that game going TC Aston Villa versus Leeds United I'm going to go for a Villa 1-0 win yeah I'm going Villa I'm going Villa 2-1 so we're both going Villa to beat Leeds United. Forest versus Derby. This is, I mean... Well, Derby mm. is in deep trouble. Is it his last stand? Yeah, well... Mm. Derby is in deep trouble. Mm. But Forest are not in trouble, but they're, they're playing poor football. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of problems there. You know, mm. there's a lot of big problems at Forest, so... I'm going to go for a, a Forest 1-0 win, but I think it's going to be a boring game. I really do. So if Forest do beat Derby 0-0, will Philip Cuckoo be giving his marching orders and will Wayne Rooney be installed as the interim manager of Derby well, County? what was Rooney brought in for? Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's the question you, you, you would ask. Yeah. Um, Philip Cuckoo, I think, is a, a great coach. Forget the results. I think he's a great coach. Yeah. We hasn't got quality enough players in there mm. uh, to be able to coach them to a level. Then you're going to say, well, well, how can you say that about Bielsa? Mm. Bielsa had got the players what were at the club. Mm. He's come into the club and the players what were there when Frank had were, were low-knee players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I certainly do. So, yeah, uh, definitely. But, but I still think Derby they, have got they, some decent when, players there. Well... I don't think they've got enough. Mm. I don't think they've got enough. I think Leeds have got some decent players and he added a couple more. He hasn't been able to add any players, has he? Mm. They haven't, when was the last time they bought a player? The problem I'm is... About, yeah. I'm talking about a decent player. The problem is with they've Derby, they have spent a lot of dough for financial, way, financial fair play. Yeah. Club, oh, absolutely. Financial absolutely. fair play. And they're back yeah. to offload. I mean, Jack Marriott's gone up to your yes. boys. Yeah. You yeah. know, when you look at that and you just think it must be the fact that they need to offload. And they are bringing in younger players. And and Derby have done that before when they've paid out King's Ransom for, for players and well, it hasn't what, quite worked. That's and, what happened to Nigel yeah. Clough. Yeah. When he, when he took over at Derby, he had to get rid of players mm-hmm. to financially balance the books. So people yeah. didn't give Nigel the credit. No. I mean, David Moyes got the credit in Everton, mm. yet people like Nigel Clough, Moyes never had to get rid of players. No. He just never had money to buy players. Yeah. And you're yeah, right. Fundamental you're difference. That, that's the difference, yeah. Well, I'm going Derby to win 2-1. And um, football is a funny game. And could it be the oh. game that saves Philip Koku? And then could they go on a magnificent run and get in between the movers and the shakers of the championship because I don't think it's that strong this season and I do right. think that if you put four wins back to back you're almost in them playoff places great you're... shout great shout but it could either go other way where they, where they get beat or even if they win they could go on another bad run but anyway absolutely too so uh, Sheffield Wednesday your boys versus Luton Town I'm only, I, I can only see a home win there but how do yeah, you see that home win 2-0 uh, I thought it was a good result against Birmingham last week and to be honest, I thought it was a good performance. Yeah, I didn't see it, to be fair. Uh, well, about, about Wednesday, I thought Birmingham were poor, to be honest, if, if I'm honest. But yeah, I think we are poor. Sometimes, sometimes Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, uh, sometimes Wednesday made them look poor. 
They could have had an off day. Mm. They could be poor. I don't know. But Wednesday played a lot better than they have done because I've seen Wednesday play like Birmingham did. So, but that's football in, in general. What would you take on the penalty? I thought it was soft. Listen, all these penalties, you look at them, some, that same referee gives it one week. Yeah. That same referee <laughs> sees the same thing and gives a different decision. So, they do it to wind us fans up, I think. <laughs> sure I think that's they what do. they do it for. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do it to wind the players up. When the players have a go at them, they book them or send them off. Southampton, two of your former teams going head-to-head. Southampton versus Everton, who are on a magnificent run. I'm going for a 1-1 draw. Do you know what? I, I could be swayed to back Everton because... This Rodriguez is looking absolutely uh, the link what started to make him tick. Mm. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. I'm going With to go... Slight to Everton, but I'm picking a 1-1 draw, but I won't be surprised if Everton don't think this 2-1. Yeah, I'm going 2-1 Everton. I just think Everton is slightly... I think they're just going to have enough... Enough in terms of the quality in the final third, although Richarlison won't be playing because of his horrendous uh, challenge yeah. resulting in their sending off. And Pickford, I think, is lucky and to right still be uh, not on a ban. Yeah, well, he, he was very lucky, Pickford. But I don't want to go on about it because he's had a lot of problems, stick from, from fans about it. And, you yeah. know, sometimes, it, it's, sometimes it's not done on purpose, but sometimes it is. Some players want to lift their feet up to go over top. I think he's come out and bottled it and then put his foot put his foot round him to protect himself, getting injured himself and he's, he's, he's done Van Dyke. But he should have been sent off and he should have been punished for it. But make no mistake on it. I th- I think Pickford and I've said this about him for some time. I think he's doing real irrational things as a goalkeeper. When when he gave that penalty, well when we had that penalty given against us, um Denmark when Ericsson uh, stuck it in the onion bag. Yeah. What he was doing coming out there, I have absolutely no idea and I don't think that was a penalty. I well. think it's a good goalkeeper. I don't think he's a world class goalkeeper. I think no, I think, he, goalkeeper. I think he has but a rush of blood to the head yeah. and I, and I think that that challenge, I don't think for one minute it was malicious, but I just think he is at the moment out of control. He's doing just stupid things. And I think mm. he needs protecting from himself as much as, as anybody else because his judgment calls at the moment, Pickford, for me, are just ludicrous. But going back to the you know the Everton-Southampton game, yeah. what I will say about this, Southampton are playing some good football yeah, they are. at the moment yeah. in time. Yeah. You know, the the no mugs and he showed you against Wednesday against Chelsea two yeah. nil down. Oh, absolutely, so, yeah. Because when you said I said Wednesday because you mentioned Sheffield Wednesday mm-hmm. first thing what coming to me we always seem to get good results against Luton. You know, you always so, used uh, to score against Luton as well. So you say whenever you play well, for. Luton always took an hammering from me. I must admit, but I mean, <laughs> I scored against. I mean, I scored against all top teams when I was playing yeah. against them. If I'm honest. But you probably scored as many goals against Luton because I mean Luton in them days were a top team, weren't they? They, were, yeah, uh, they had some good players, Luton. I scored, I think I've scored about four goals against them. Yeah. I've scored about everything, maybe five. Yeah, maybe H- five. Huddersfield versus Preston TC again, one well, of your former clubs against Preston North End. How do you see if this? If I'm one? honest, if I am honest, uh, I think he's done really well. They play some decent football. Yeah. Huddersfield with this this. Uh, Guy what's come from Leeds. Great away uh, win I'm, as well. Mm, yeah, I'm going to go for Huddersfield uh, 1-0. Because Preston's always a difficult team to play against. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, 2-0 to Huddersfield. I, I, like yourself, I think he's 
picked out some great results of late. And, um, you know, when you're second in command to great coaches, it's like when you've played for great managers, great coaches, played with great players, there's a little bit of um, of that Midas touch that rubs off on you. And I think he's he's certainly he's installing it at Huddersfield, isn't he? Fear. Yeah, absolutely. Again, you the know, philo- philosophy of football, too, so. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. You know, the players see there's no fear in him. Yep. He's, going him out, he's going out and telling him to play, but they've got to be able to defend. Yep. Make no mistake, but they're playing without fear. Yeah. I'm telling you, Gabby, I've been in enough dressing rooms, and I know football change, and I know it's up, you know, 30 or 40 years since I played, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, uh, 30 years since I played. But fear is the same. Some managers were fearful, and you can see it in them, and some managers weren't. And that's what happens in dressing rooms. Absolutely. And finally, TC, Doncaster, one of your former clubs, because there's a couple of them that, that are playing each other. So we're looking for the, the seventh uh, score this week in our magnificent seven football forecast. Doncaster versus Crew Alexander. Doncaster, they are playing well. They play some good stuff. He's got them playing well as more. So I'm going to go for a Doncaster 2-1. And Hudson's nipper, Anthony, was very close to getting that job before uh, Big Dave was installed as Doncaster manager. And you're right, he's doing was it. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He was. Um, yeah, there was a few quid going on, Anthony, but uh, Big Dave picked him to the post. He's done really well, and it'd be great to see Doncaster get promoted, one of your former clubs, and, and where you uh, first plied your trade as a professional football player. Yes, my first club, so I've always got a soft spot for them, Doncaster Rovers. So, TC, what are you going out with for us this week? What have you sourced? And can well, I just say uh, love to, to you and yours and yeah. thank you for everybody for listening to this podcast. Same, same back your way to your family and everyone um, and, and everyone watch listen. It's day estates and walk, walks out of life, OK? Wonderful, TC. Till next time, speak soon. Speak soon. Have a good weekend. Love you. Bye-bye. Start, man, TC. flexibility take yoga want flexibility with your health insurance check out united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they offer flexible budget-friendly medical dental and vision coverage that may be right for you more at uh1.com